Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. Today on the ZABEcast, pour one out for Norm MacDonald, a true comedy original. We'll dive down the old best of Norm rabbit hole today. With Notorious J.A.Y., speaking of whom, does he have any thoughts on the quick trigger at his Subway alma mater, USC? Plus, Nicki Minaj has jumped into the hot vax waters, and Brooks Kepka reminds everybody, you golfers are nerds. Your bonus, no holds barred, 45 minutes of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Wednesday, September 15, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Man, do we have a lot of stuff to get to today. Before I call Jay in just a minute, and I'm two minutes late, and he's going to get snippy with me because he's like, I got a schedule. You know, I'm changing jobs. I'm getting into the trucking industry. I got things to do. First of all, how about that game last night, Raiders and Ravens? Are you not entertained? This is why the NFL is an unbeatable, unsinkable, unstoppable goldmine of money for these 32 NFL owners and that dope commissioner. It's just, there's no end in sight. It's the most spectacular television sports product ever invented. And I know it's only really for America, although worldwide it's getting more and more television viewers worldwide, even though they don't play the sport. In other countries. But the fact that it is so compelling to watch that there can be outcomes of games so wild and convoluted like we had last night. They won the game. They didn't because of replay, which I know is technically right, technically right for once. Then they throw an interception after a penalty. Things are going wrong left and right. Then the Ravens fumble the ball. Then the Raiders get it back. Then they set up for what would be a game-winning field goal. And they get a delay a game penalty. And then John Gruden's like, Uh, tell you what, man, knock on wood, I think we better try to go for it here, and then throws a zero blitz, Hail Mary, not Hail Mary, but a zero blitz air ball uh, that wins the game. I mean, fantastic stuff. Absolutely spellbinding, fantastic stuff. So there you go. We're going to talk more about this with Jay in just a second. Did you see Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her tax the rich dress? at the, uh, what do they call it, the Met Gala. Tax the rich. Well, that's an interesting concept. Who's rich exactly anyway? 
That has always been the subject of fierce debates and policy arguments with government for years. What counts as rich? I know this when I was 22 years old and I had just gotten the job as the voice of the Gauchos basketball program and did some football on the side. I also was working full-time. My W-2 was coming from KTMS Radio, Santa Barbara, California, a 5,000-watt tin cup signal that covered maybe up and down the coast of California, just north of L.A., from maybe you know uh, Montecito upwards to the north end of Golita, including Santa Barbara proper and a few parts otherwise. Maybe you get it down in Ventura if you were lucky. But I was doing three updates in the morning, with the KTMS Morning News, anchored by News Director Rick Bailey. Three updates, or two updates an hour for three hours. That's six updates, top and bottom. And then a one-hour talk show, sports talk show, one hour at 6 o'clock at night, 6 to 7 p.m. That led into the Dodger game every night, for the most part. $18,500 was my salary in 1992. 92, 91, 90, something like that. Call it 90, 91. I just graduated. I also got $200 per game calling the basketball games as an independent contractor for the university. That's $6,000 cash independent contractor, Schedule C money. On top of the 18.5, I'd never been richer. I rented a bedroom. In a house with three bedrooms with two other guys that was in the eucalyptus trees uh, right near Santa Barbara City College and the beach down in Santa Barbara. I had cable. I had a forehead Sony VCR, which was state-of-the-art at the time, which had a remote control that had a jog shuttle wheel on the remote control. I was in heaven. I knew how to program it. I could tape games. I ended up buying a $12,000 Mitsubishi Eclipse uh, sports car, turbo, didn't have a lot of horsepower, but had a lot of pep, a lot of zip, and it looked sweet as hell. That, my friends, was when I was the richest I have ever been because I was 22, still with some hair on my head, a gleam in my eye, and a 34-inch waistline, and I was going to take the world by storm. <laughs> I was going to become the next Vin Scully. Yeah, oh well, didn't quite work out that way, but still. Something that uh, I still think about today. What is rich exactly? Of course, you know, some of the richest people in government in the world and in America are Democrats. So Alexandria, uh, AOC, dear, I mean, what do you, you know, tax the rich? Have you checked with your rich Democrat donors? I don't think they care. They're like, no, tax the other rich. Tax the rich that aren't us. Those rich, let's keep taxing them. Well, they're already being taxed. We got to tax them some more. All right, let's get to my man, Notorious J-A-Y, because we got so much to talk about today. Hello. Hello, Jay. How are you? I'm <laughs> I'm doing fine, thanks. I called you earlier and uh, went right to voicemail. Of course, I was seven I minutes was, late, so I apologize. I was that. trying to shove uh, shove food down my throat before you called, but oh, did you think you're on at six and then I didn't call until six oh seven? You're like, well, I might as well eat right now. Well, 
As a radio guy, you know time is of the essence. You know what? You're right, Jay. And when guests would call us seven minutes late and think, well, that's You would enough. lose your shit. <laughs> yes, I would, goddammit. But, you know, I was hoping, you know, there'd be a little plus minus, sort of like an airplane pushing away from the gate, you know? But I guess not. If we're if you and I are working on a hard departure time, I will hit that departure time. I was just trying to eat because I was starving. Because I you know, hear you. I, I'm a I, I, I'm a working man now. I know, I know. How is that going, by the way? Still going good. They haven't figured it out that I have no idea what I'm doing yet. So, <laughs> oh, they will I'm st- soon enough. I'm, st- I'm still fooling them. And then, so. and then when they when they figure out you don't know what you're doing is when you'll start getting promoted. To even more responsibility, <laughs> which which will come up in one of our discussions today, because I because I know because I know you, what you want to talk about, and I have the greatest. Oh, it's like this moment. In oh, the, I'll, I'll 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 let you go. By the oh. way, before yes. before I start, number one, fuck Carol. Yeah, oh, fuck Carol to the moon. Absolutely. Number number two, you would be. Or you could have been a great head coach. And here's why I say that. Because you have what we like to call adaptability. You, un- unlike you, when, when I was coaching, you know, my, my brief yet stupendous career as a high school coach, I was one way. We are doing the motion offense because <laughs> I, ran the mo- I ran the motion in high school and I never figured out that playing against the preppy white kids who use basketball as their conditioning for lacrosse, and I was just schooling them, I thought that would work anywhere. But, oh, no, when I got to a league that was better, that shit didn't work. So I didn't figure this out till like, year eight. But you always – you're, like, the king of, well, let's try this. And I say that because last week you said – we have a new format. New format. And, and then I listened Monday, and that format was gone. gone. Yeah, format yeah. gone. I, I said, he's, a, he's the king of, I'm just going to try something. If it doesn't work, F it. I love that. Well, I don't know if it's working or not. I mean, it's not like there's any great fluctuation. Well, why'd, you, why'd you let in, it go after one week? Well, because I thought better of it. I thought, you know what? I, I thought I thought actually what I was doing was not quite the right thing. I do take feedback from people. I listen to feedback, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. So I adjust. That's all. Did you have a focus group? No, no. No, did not pay any consultants, no focus groups. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just laughed because I was like, wow, we get 40 minutes of Andy, and then, uh-oh, we have – 10 minutes of Zane. Not yeah. that there was anything wrong with that, but right. I just thought the new system was okay. So Well, and then it's like, what do I put on the front side of my guest? Nothing. Like the rolling open. Nothing. So you think we should, I sh- if I've got you or if I've got Andy, it's show, podcast is open. Let's go right to it. Rolling open. Okay. One of the greatest open. innovations that never caught on in radio history. I, you know, I like that rolling open, which was one of our, our things. But uh, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. I, well, I, maybe, maybe a firm poll. See, what I need to do is I need to be able to poll my subscribers. Just the subscribers. Because the freeloaders don't get a fucking they, vote. They don't get a vote. Yeah, you don't get right. a vote. But if you, right. you are, if you are a board-certified uh, subscriber, then you get a vote. And I need to find out if Chris Broussard can do a vote via the mailing list, 
with our subscribers. Does he hate the way me for, for, for bitching about Notre Dame? Does he, does he speak no. ill of me? Okay, I'm just being no, funny. No, he doesn't care. Plus, he's laughing his ass off at you over USC. <laughs> so we're going to get into that. <laughs> oh, we're getting right in. Water is warm, everybody. <laughs> splash, splash. Like, but no, I holy was... shit, they fired Clay Helton after two games. What I was so angry Saturday night because it it is a chore being a fan of a West Coast team when they play at 1030 on a Saturday night. Yes, it is. And then I and then I had to watch that. Clay Helton only got the job, first of all, because he didn't get drunk and come to a school event. That's the only reason he got that job. Yeah. I liken Clay Helton to getting that job is there was a certain person at 980 who became the program director. And the only reason he became the program director was because no one else was around to do it. Oh, yeah. That's and how then, it often so, works. That's right, how you're going to be. The, that's how you're going to be the regional president of Cowan Trucking. <laughs> the re, the well, regional, the re, the regional dispatch president or whatever, dispatch coordinator. But, but Clay Helton was. He is not a great football. Man. He's a bit. Let me say, he's a very nice man. Everybody says he is a very nice, sweet man. A shitty football coach. And he, and he hired people. And this is how I knew he was shitty. He hired people who in no way, shape, or form were a threat to him. He hired an offensive line coach named Bob Connolly, who was literally the worst college coach of any position I've ever seen in my entire life. And he, he hired his brother as offensive consultant. His brother. He's just Clay yeah. Helton. This and, is and, what and happens. I, buddies hire buddies. I talked about this regarding uh, Joe Barry being hired by Matt oh, LaFleur. Joe Barry, Bay. by the way, USC guy. Yeah, well, great. He's not good at coordinating defenses. Whatever goes into coordinating them, he can't do that, you know? Like the moving around of the pieces, the imparting of a philosophy that will stop the other team's plays from succeeding. Whatever that is, and I don't know because I'm on the couch, he ain't good at it. There's a good track record of not good, but he's friends with, and that's the key. Buddies hire buddies. And so, yeah, so Clay Helton hired some some buddies, and he hired some yeah. family members. Yeah. And But why, though, a loss to Stanford? This is not a pay-for-play type of game. Hell, Florida State lost to Jacksonville State. Because Stanford, A, sucked, and B, this is what the – athletic director Mike Bones saw his out if you didn't fire him now because well not also it was a loss in front of the home fans they were booing him yeah. at halftime yeah and you you can't ask someone to write a check for the rest of the season when they're booing the coach at halftime it was the perfect time because they play Washington State oh no Washington no yeah Washington State this weekend away so whoever the coach is, he gets a kind of a reprieve, so he can you know come in like the Dante Williams. The, he can come in like the conquering hero, getting rid of Clay, and he can come into the Coliseum. I think they play Oregon State. Yes, it's Oregon State. So it, it was a good move, great okay. move. All right, but they, can, Clay but they Helton, can't fuck this higher up though. They Clay, can't because you would go the way of Florida State. Clay Helton, irrelevant. I know Clay Helton had had you guys in the Rose Bowl in 2016, and was only bailed out by the magic of the collegiate Sam Darnold. He did nothing spectacular. By the way, who was the coach he beat in that game? I uh, don't know. 
James Franklin, who, by the way, every job that comes up, they put his fucking name in there. And he ain't no great coach either. <laughs> All right. Clay Helton then went to eight and one in conference the following year, went to the Cotton Clay Helton also went five and seven, Zayden. You don't go five and seven. I, yeah, he did. At he went five and seven, then eight and five. He went five and one last year in the truncated coronavirus year. And then got his ass handed to him. Well, shit against happens. Oregon. I get, okay, he shit happens, t- man. But Dave, again, okay. I know people who are listening of of other schools think it's it's your right to be. He has the he has the best talent west of the Mississippi, and you don't go five and seven. You don't go eight. No, that doesn't happen. They have better talent than Oregon, but yet. They lose to Oregon. They have better talent than Utah, but yet they'll lose to Utah. They have better talent than Wisconsin, and they fucking lost to Wisconsin in a bowl game. Yeah, suck on so that. I don't want to hear suck that. Suck on I that. Don't... W, so... baby. On uh, but... Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this is like, this is not unique to USC. This is how the college football landscape operates it's almost like you're married to a good woman beautiful woman in shape takes care of the kids cooks good meals and then one night she has a bender with the girls out of the dixie chicks concert and the next morning she's hung over hasn't cleaned the house and doesn't wake up till 11 and you're like bitch get out of here your shit's on the lawn i'm getting divorced and she's like what it's the chicks now. They've got. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry, the chicks. <laughs> but no, USC's problem is it's more threefold. No, but they, hold on. They, hey, address my analogy. Am I wrong in saying that these yeah. major programs are throwing out otherwise good head coaches on a whim because they think there's something better out there, or they think there's perfection no, out there? Not US. Not see. I was gonna say it's not USC's problem. USC's problem was they had. Three shitty ads: Pat Hayden, no, th- yeah, Pat Hayden, right. Mike Garrett, and Lynn Swan, who made four shitty head coaching decisions that put the program back. Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian. Don't, uh, don't forget Ed, way, all, Ed Orgeron. I was going to say all you, all you people like, who are going. <laughs> what about Ed O? Ed O, he's going to get fired after the, after this year. Oh yeah, so, no, I know, I know that's coming right now. I, I don't, I don't have a quarterback this year. I don't have Joe Burrow to help me out here. I won't definitely won't get yeah. fired. So it, it was the ads that f that up. Okay, so maybe you shouldn't have fired Sarkeesian just because he was drunk at a banquet. You can't have your coach Why? drunk and on pills at a banquet. You send him in a rehab and say he's working it out. He'll be back. He'll be back. By the, the, he'll be back by the rivalry game against UCLA. Everyone, chill the fuck be, out. And Steve Sarkeesian really had a great opening week in Texas. No, he didn't. And so that's my point. So Texas but, thought they had their guy in Herman, and that turned out to be no go. Now they're going to take a ride on Sarkeesian. That's going to end badly. You know that. And and who are you going to get at USC? Give me the short uh, list. Eric Bieniemy is on the short list. Matt Campbell's on the short list. List. Luke Fickle is on the short list. Who would you uh, want? By the, how about Urban? Eric Bieniemy. Meyer. Uh, it, no, if Urban Meyer gets hired, I will. I will <laughs> announce my fandom. I'm you, serious. You'll say you'll, you'll, you'll say that's I, it. I'm out. I've said it to everyone, and they would hold me to it. I'm out <laughs> if Urban Meyer comes in. Because what if he any wins? week now, what if he comes every, in and I, wins? Like a son any of a week bitch. now, he's going to have a heart attack. You know that, right? Oh well, any, he's. It, Urban Meyer is the consummate quitter. He yeah, yeah. he is un 
unabashedly and unashamedly a quitter. But he's going to get another shot somewhere when he flames out in Jacksonville. And whether it's in week two or week 10 or next year, it's coming. I would take Eric the enemy. Okay. Or when, or when there's a coordinator for Clemson, Tony Elliott, young black man who's like 43, who's been dialing up every great thing for Clemson in the last like seven years. I take him also. Would you take a coach who refuses to get vaxxed? Like Washington State's head coach, Nick Rolovich. Did you hear everybody this? says is a giant asshole. <laughs> Did you hear this exchange with the report? Have you received your shot or have you scheduled your yeah, shot? Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that, Chris. Uh, I understand what you, what you guys are trying to get to, but. Um, are you seeking a, a religious or medical exemption? I'm not going to talk about that, that either, Chris. What's been your hesitation with talking about it more forthcoming? Um, I don't know that it's, um, all that positive to get deep into it with the media, um, the way it's going. So I'm just going to try to keep that to myself and concentrate on being a coach here. But I think you can understand that you're the highest paid state employee and that there are fans, teachers, and students that are upset about your stance on this and your lack of insight about why you haven't said that you've received the shot or not. How do you how do you answer those people that are upset about your stance on this? Uh, I'm sorry. Ask them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. I'm sorry. The haranguing from this reporter goes on for damn near another minute, and I think it's cringe fantastic. It's like, why do you fucking care so much, Mr. Reporter, about this coach and his personal choice about getting vaccinated? He hasn't gone out there and screamed, don't get it. It's bad for you. I think it's evil. It's a government conspiracy. He's just said, I, I don't feel like getting it. Why yeah, does do he some, care gotta, so much? Because you got to do some homework on this guy. I believe there was some thing about with, with the players and vaccinations and he was very odd with this. He's kind of an asshole. I don't doubt that he's an asshole. Nine out of ten college coaches are assholes. That's they have true. to be. But yeah, yeah. so all right. So you're definitely out on on uh, Urban Meyer. Yes. <laughs> you're out on on this guy Nick Rolovich, who could be well, out he of a was job. Never, he could be he fired. Would never for not get a gig that. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're you're hoping for enemy. You'd prefer an African American yes. candidate. No, the, nope. That's that's not oh, true. Sorry. Okay. But you're right. I'm Eric, putting words Eric, in your mouth. Eric enemy is from Los Angeles, a offensive mastermind. He knows the landscape, and he deserves a gig. That's all I'm saying. But again, I'll take Matt Campbell if behind door number two. Wouldn't he be the first black head coach in fight no. on history? Dante Williams is the interim coach. Black man. No, but the first full time name. If you want, if you want to split hairs, yes, he would be the first one. Well, I'm just scroll. I'm scrolling through, and I'm I'm pretty sure I know that everybody since Pete Carroll has been white. <laughs> oh no, no, you're 100. percent and, thought, and, and Paul Hackett, John Robinson, Larry Smith, Smith Ted, Ted Tolner, Tolner, John Robinson the first time around, John, John Robinson McKay, Tardew, yes. Yeah, Don Clark, we're now into the 50s, Jess Hill, I'm assuming he wasn't black, Jess Hill. They've oh, only, God. I think they've, I, I was trying to think, they've, uh, they've maybe had four black quarterbacks and no black coaches. Vince yeah. Evans, Rodney Pete. There was a guy in the 70s 
And that's all I can remember. Maybe it's three. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Jay, don't get me wrong. I want you guys to be good. I like USC. I love the color scheme. I love the logo, the whole the song traditions. Girls. I love it all. I want you to be good. College football is better when USC is good. <laughs> I've, never got, I've never got that analogy. The NBA is better. When the Knicks are good, <laughs> you know. Okay, here let, I'm, I'm gonna not, try. Man, I'm gonna I've try. Never understood it. I'm not making because fun of it. Never understood it gives it. you the warm fuzzies, like all is right in the world. Like when okay. USC sucks, it feels like something is off. I want okay. the battleship programs to be good. Then it reminds me everything is the way it should be. I don't mind other upstart programs, you know, having their day in the sun, but I want the icons to be good. I don't want them to be bad. And, and it's a great scene. Massive stadium, great color scheme. My my niece went to USC and graduated. USC was my number two school. I was almost a Trojan, Jay. You know that, right? I do know that, which yeah. I still I, that, that, actually you put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> actually, I it might have. It, it might have been my number three school because Arizona State. I get into three schools that I considered: uh, US, UCSB, Arizona State, and USC. I Richard think USC Doc might Walker, have been Richard Doc Walker said Arizona State should be the greatest school in America because he's, he's always said the lower the GPA, the better the girls are. Arizona State should have been a perennial powerhouse. Jay, let me tell you, when I applied to Arizona State, compared to even UCSB and USC and a couple other places whose applications were pages and pages, US or Arizona State was one page. Front (laughs) and back. And I think on the back was just a bunch of legalese and disclaimers with a line on the bottom saying sign here. Could you could you wouldn't have survived there? Yeah, I would have. I survived UCSB. Plus, I was a nerd. It would it would have been great. I would have loved it. But hey, it didn't happen. Uh, Let's talk. Okay, here's another one for you. I think the NFL is better when the Raiders are good. Can I get? If you're with me, can you knock on wood? As Jay Gruden would say. Do you not think think the NFL is better when the Raiders are good? I think I said it on this podcast, the most over one of the most overrated franchise in NFL history. The Raiders. They won. Yes. They are not they are not the team of the seventies. They're not the team of the eighties. Didn't do anything in the nineties. People talking them about this went great to the, Went to the Super Bowl in two thousand with uh or was it two thousand or two thousand two? Two thousand two with Rich Gannon. With Rich Gannon. Uh <sighs> I mean, oh, but the, look, that they the the Raiders. And I would the, say the Cowboys. The Raiders the, and the NFL is better with the Cowboys, but the Raiders, eh, overrated. Okay, the Raiders and the Dolphins are the twin iconic AFC franchises from the seventies that haven't done shit in twenty years, right? Very both, true. both, but both are iconic now. I would love for the Dolphins to be good again, but only with their old logo and colors. The new stuff is like new Coke. So I can't stand that. The one or two weeks a year the Dolphins wear those throwbacks, my heart just melts because they're yeah. so good. But I like the Raiders being good, and I love the stadium, and I, I took a moment while watching while watching the game on Monday night, which was a hell of a game. I said, look at this. There's an NFL team in a gleaming new stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. And on my television are 
endless ads for mobile sports gambling apps. If I was just coming out of a six-year coma, I would say, shut your mouth. What happened? Right? These are two pretty incredible things. I never thought in my lifetime there'd be a team in Las Vegas, and I never thought that gambling would be legal on sports in America. May I ask you a question? How angry do you get when you see that stadium and go, I wish we had something like that here? (laughs) And think of the sewage pipe busted FedEx field. (laughs) Oh, rainwater, Zabin, rainwater, rainwater. Right. It's rainwater, it, and there was also a lot of human feces in the rainwater that must have fallen from the sky from maybe airplane discharge that landed on the roof of FedEx Field. Did Danny's wife make a statement about that? That's her no, job but they, now. No, but they relocated the fans to suites, which Kevin Sheehan said yesterday on the podcast here. He goes, so they had two suites that were just sitting around empty, huh? That's a good Wait sign. I thought they had a waiting list of 9,455,000 people. No, no, no oh. such waiting list. Uh, no waiting okay. at all. Come right okay. in. Buy tickets, a, buy season a, tickets, buy club seats, buy suites. Buy them all, please. We're, we're, we're desperate for fans. All right, back to the Raiders from last night. Did you see Derek Carr after the game? No, I didn't. I went to bed because it was late. Okay. Take a listen to Derek Carr. I don't know where you stand on Derek Carr. He's perennially like... I think he might be good. No, no, he's not good. Wait a minute. I Hold on. I think he's good. No, 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 he's not no. good. Here was Derek Carr after the game. This is great. Derek, how would you describe this game? Uh, you know what? It reminded me so much of my career so far. A lot of this, you know what I'm saying? And I'm thankful for this group because on both sides, we made plays to help us lose it and to help us win it. But... The only thing that matters at the end of the day is that score, as we've talked about. So I'm glad that we won. I know how much you were looking forward to the opener in this building. How did this game, the way it played out, how did it compare to how you thought it would go? Well, you always want it to go perfect. But playing a defense like this, I played them four or five times in my career now. It's the most difficult thing you have to do, you know. And it took us a while to get going, but once we did, we were able to score some points. Now, after you guys were partying on the field, thinking that you had it won, Yeah, Jay. Stepped up when we needed it the most and got us the ball back so we could win it again. Did you think you were going to get the ball back? 100%. 100%. 100% thought we were going to get the ball back. That's Henry Ruggs right there. Confidence in the world in them, and it's never wavered. Take me through the touchdown pass to Jay Jones. It wasn't to, to, to Waller. No. Uh, it wasn't no. to Ruggs. It wasn't to Edwards. It was no. to, to Zay Jones. That's right. Beautiful thing about that is there was an audible that Coach told me, hey, if, during the week, if we ever get this look, get ready for this play. And Zay Jones was in. Zay Jones, since he got to our team, every time I asked someone to throw, he's there at 6 a.m. Every time. He's never missed one. So to see him come up with a game winner like that, every t- last two times we've been Monday night, he has two touchdowns. I hope everyone in the world roots for Zay Jones because he works harder than anybody on our team. It's week one, Derek. How, How about that, huh? Huh? That's that, That's my quarterback. You're a fan? <laughs> uh, you like no, that? I mean, Derek Carr doesn't, I mean, he's, He's 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 Matt Ryan. I'd say he's got work to do to be Matt Ryan. Although the although the Matt Ryan era is probably about to fall apart 
in Atlanta. They got drilled by the uh, Falcons or by the Eagles. And he's started 14 straight years down there. He's only missed three games, which is incredible durability. But other than that one Super Bowl that he should be a Super Bowl champion if fucking Kyle Shanahan had any Just brains. Just falls on a ball three yards and down, <laughs> three yards and down, yeah. Right, exactly. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and when you win, get paid. Anyway, oh, did uh, did you what did you think of the Manning uh, vision? Uh, the Manning cast was compelling and I loved it. Fascinating. Except for Ray Lewis. Except for Ray Lewis. <laughs> that was the only part I was like, you could have left this on the cutting room floor. But <laughs> I love very... Tate and East. I'm very anti Ray Lewis. Yes. I know. Uh, um, they, I, they I were love them great. Going back and forth. It was awesome. Yeah, they yes. were great. And, and, and just little things like, you know, them talking about how you're supposed to give the ball to the referees. Don't ever throw it to them, they said. Spike it, spike it. Yeah. See, to me right there. What did the receiver right do? He not hand the ball. You got to hand the ball to the to the ref right there, right? You got to hand it to him. You can't throw it to him. Don't throw it to the ref. They can't they cannot catch. That's who spots the number the ball. one rule. You're right. Don't ever do that. Right? They're gonna they're gonna touch it. They're gonna kick it accidentally. The ref got to move it. That's a that's a that's a bad mistake. Hand it to the umpire. The umpire spots the ball. The umpire. <laughs> Is, it was I, I, I. In fact, I turned the ESPN off and went to Manning Vision. Yeah, the Manning cast is great. I think the audio mix needs even less crowd noise because I had a hard time understanding them at times. I think they also need to get both Eli and Peyton in the same room together 
If they're going to do this once a week, commit to flying one of the boys to wherever the other boy is and get them together. I love the fact they're bringing on A-list current NFL players like Russell Wilson, Travis Kelsey. They're not all going to be great, but it's sort of like a talk show with real during insight. During the game. Yeah, during yes. the game. They yeah. were calling out plays like uh, like Tony Romo does. Right. It was it was good. I, I, somebody I, I said, can't wait till next week. Somebody said, but isn't this just like the coach's room in the megacast for the national championship game? And I go, it is and it isn't. The, the, coach, the coaching room was boring as all hell. Well, now, here's the coaching room. Ready? Oh, now, hey, no, yeah, yeah, he didn't have the flat right there. Yeah, that, that's just a mental mistake right there. I work with my my guys on that, and it's tough. These kids are young. You're going to get that. Oh, 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 there it was. There it was. He had the cross right there. He had that cross. Oh, that's good. That's good technique right there. You know, I like that kid. I recruited that kid uh, coming out of Mississippi, and, uh, boy, a lot of talent down there. All right, third and two. What are you doing? Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's go, let's go. Get tight, tight now. Wait, motion. Oh, God. That's the coach's room, right? Yeah. Non great family, great family that kid comes from. Yeah. <laughs> They're all like, hey, coach, how you doing? Hey, coach. And boy, are they fucking crazy with the clicker. Like, as soon as the play is over, it's like, broop, broop. <laughs> let's look at it again. Broop, broop. <laughs> They're fucking that, maniacs. That, that, that's their film study. They love that crap. Meanwhile, have you seen the SEC Network's documentary coming up called More Than a Voice? Who's it on? It's about... SEC football announcement. Touchdown, Auburn! We just stepped on their face with a hobnail boot and broke their nose. Of course, we always have to hear about the hobnail boot. We just crushed their face. I'm going to lose my mind. Within the SEC, I think everyone has that voice. Johnny Gold, ladies and gentlemen, is running all the way to the state capitol. Uh, that's iconic. Give him six. The word might be a homer. I think it's over. We saved ourselves. I don't know how. If they call a celebration penalty on this, I'll shoot them. <laughs> There's no other person. You either hit it or you. I mean, it's fu- it looks fucking epic, Jay. It's just. I mean, all the old titans of SEC football. Kenny Chesney is one of the executive co-producers. I well, Kenny Chesney is a huge Tennessee Volunteer fan. Like. A super fan. Yeah. So I'm not surprised, but still one of the greatest calls to me in college football history is I say, Ella Auburn just won the Iron Bowl. That's one of the greatest calls ever. <laughs> well, they, 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 you'll see in the clip, the promo clip for it, they show regular fans that are mouthing the words to these iconic phrases, like all the way to the state capitol. Or, you know, we just stepped on their, their face with a hobnail boot, that kind of stuff. So these, I mean, this is the stuff of legend from deep down south where the beating heart of college football really lies. I mean, they, did you ever see the Manning documentary about the Manning boys? The Manning no, Manning? Of course I you need did. to. Oh, well, Peyton used to go, he used to go to sleep listening to old games on tape of his dad. And he said he could tell you how the announcer would introduce the starting lineup of the offensive line every game. Wow. Peyton just went, but it was like, so people live for this crap. Yeah. Meanwhile, moving right along, because I got a couple more things. Nikki Minaj <laughs> trending yesterday because she relayed an anecdote oh, from a cousin God. in Jamaica about getting vaccinated whose testicles swolled up right before he was about to get married. Then he couldn't have sex, became impotent, and they called off 
the marriage. And she said, basically, just, you know, <laughs> do your research and be at peace with your decision. Don't get bullied on taking the vaccination. She got crushed for that. But but then Joy Reid from oh. MSNBC oh, yeah. said something like, Nikki, you got to be better than this. And then all the Nikkiites went after Joy Reid. Because Joy Reid has quite the history of lying, plagiarism, uh, anti-homophobic remarks and claiming her her website was hacked and all this other shit. I mean, Joy Reid is a clown, let's be honest. So her calling her out, a lot of people are like, oh, I got all the popcorn in the world for this. Nicki Minaj versus Joy Reid. But, you know, this is the thing. You know, anecdotes are just what they are. They're anecdotes. They may not be wrong, but they're but they not They may not absolute, be, be 100% right. Exactly. And they're not absolute data. They're not absolute risk. There is no absolutes in life. But yeah, Nicki Minaj, she was like, fuck you people. <laughs> she did not it's, back down. She has not apologized for this. Again, not a fan. So, not a fan. Uh, Megan no. V. Stallion. You got Megan V. Stallion and Nicki Minaj in one ear each going, Jay. I want to take you home, baby. But you can only pick oh, one of I, us. Who do I choose? Both former strippers. <laughs> Come on. Who got to pick one? Could I have Nikki or Megan V Stallion? I think I'd go with Nikki. I think wop. I could hold a conversation more with Nikki than I, I've heard Megan V Stallion talking. It's not dumb as a box of rocks is what you're yeah. saying okay dumb as a box of rocks at least you could talk to nikki about some of her songs i guess that that's a hard choice because <laughs> they're both they're both built for they're both built for speed built for speed so, right? they're yeah. not they're not built to be talked to they're built right. for speed. They're, they're built for speed yeah uh what made norm mcdonald so great dies at 61 on tuesday after a 10-year Quiet battle with cancer. By the way, big respect for people who just say, this is my business, my fight. I'm not going out there. I'm going to do this on my own. Kind of like uh, the guy, the lead guy in Wakanda. Chadwick Boseman. Chad Boseman, yeah. Nobody knew he was was sick until he's dead. If you watch comedians in cars getting coffee, the quintessential Norm MacDonald line. So he's talking to Jerry, and he says, (laughs) he says, Pat now he says Pat Oswalt said the worst thing about the Bill Cosby trial was the hypocrisy, hypocrisy and pot and, and Norm McDonald goes I thought it was the rape <laughs> <laughs> right well he lured like, he lured Norm. he lured Jerry into it by saying yes, I, I yes. disagreed with that and Jerry goes oh yeah really why and then they hits him with it he goes I thought it was the raping but it was it how, was how about great. the best moment in SB's history. <laughs> There's Charles Woodson. How about that? Oh, what a season he had. Ryan Leaf right behind him, by the way. Great, man. He, he became the first defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy. And congratulations, Charles. That is something that no one can ever take away from you. Unless you kill your wife and a waiter, in which case. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I think what made Norm MacDonald great was how fearless he was and how he basically said, I'm going to deliver this line because I know it's funny, and fuck you if you don't like it. So there's another great um, Jim Brewer 
they, they, he always tells stories of SNL. And he tells one story about Chris Kattan. And he said Chris Kattan would always have this, this habit of writing in skits when hot girls would come to SNL. And he wrote one, and I cannot remember who the name of the A-list celebrity actress it was. But he wrote this skit where he had to kiss her. And so they're doing the dress rehearsal and Norm's in it, and he doesn't say anything. So they go like uh, they go to, you know, the start of the show and Chris Kattans gets the first one up and they're counting down three, two, one. And Norm goes, hey, Chris, did you tell Blake you're blank? You're gay. And they start the skit. And I can't, I can't, it's on YouTube. Please look it up. It is awesome. I, yeah. I'm looking on YouTube now. Norm McDonald and Chris Kattan feud. Yeah, yeah that might minutes. be. Uh, Artie Lang and Jim Brewer telling stories about Norm Macdonald. That's five minutes and eight seconds. Somebody said there are a few better YouTube wormholes than Norm Macdonald on talk shows. Just go to YouTube and search Norm Macdonald talk show. You'll be down that hole for hours. There was one of him on Conan. It was like he had like 20 Conan appearances and he killed in each one. Norm Macdonald. But he was great on the news. Yes, and that 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 was a hard one to cut to do uh, SNL news. Yeah, oh. too bad. Sixty one years old. Okay, here we go. Time to round out the show today with a rousing FTG. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay. Who do you got? Well, I have two. One is in the one is in jest, and the other is real. So, it, it both have to do with your reviews on uh, on Apple. Okay. So, they have like who the guests are. There's some guy named Jay Clemens. Who the hell is that guy? Oh boy! Can you get the name right? That's all I'm asking. Oh boy! But again, and. Somebody, there were a lot of great positive reviews about you. Great podcast, blah, blah, blah. But some grown-ass man named Jiffy something said there's too many F's and S. Oh. You guys can clean that up. And I was like, go fuck yourself. Dude. <laughs> okay. F and S. Are you kidding me? So to Jiffy whatever, go fuck yourself. That's how grown men talk. I'm sorry. I just love the fact that you're reading my Apple podcast reviews. By the way, rate and review. It does help the algorithms, helps build the podcast. If you got a second, go do it. And I don't mind a little bit of constructive criticism, but yeah, the F first, and the First S time I read stuff. it, it was, it was pretty fun. Yep. Uh, this one, my FTG goes out to one Brooks Kepka, otherwise known as Bruce Kepka, from my buddy Cowboy Mike, who just has no use for the guy because he's like, he walks around like, golf is for nerds. I'm just good at it. I like beating him, but I should be a baseball player. Here's what Brooks Kepko was asked about the uh, Ryder Cup coming up. He says, it's a different week. It's hectic. It's a bit odd, if I'm honest. I don't want to say it's a bad week. We're just so individualized. Everyone has their routine and different way of doing things. And now it's like, I've got to go to a meeting site at this time or go do this or go do that. And then he says, there are times where I'm like, well, I won my match. I did my job. What do you want from me? I don't know. Root for the other guys. I know. Yeah. Tell him it's a seven iron, not a six iron. I mean, be of help. He says, I know how to take responsibility for the shots I hit every week. Now someone else hits a bad shot and left me in a bad spot. 
and I know this hole is a loss. Yeah, that's the essence of the fucking event, you dipshit. Be a teammate. Pick your partner up. Hit a great recovery from a fucked lie. High five him afterwards and say, next time I fuck up, you'll get my back. For a guy that doesn't get it, Brooks Kepka really doesn't get it. And this is why we aren't winning this event hardly as often as we should. And we're not fucking and winning it this time. So to Bruce Kepka, fuck that guy. All right, Jay. Anything to add real quick? Nope. All right, buddy. As nope. always, a great run today. And as our mentor and uh, godfather of sports radio in Washington, D.C., Ken Beatrice used to say, as he would hang up on callers, Bye-bye now. That'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening, downloading, and being part of the Zabecast Nation. Subscribe by going to zabe.com slash premium. Be part of the true one percenters, and I'll let you vote on formatic decisions and changes with this podcast. Hey, how about them apples? Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie, and when you win, get paid.